Hey friends, it's Bill and Danny here with a big announcement. We've launched a Patreon page. For as little as a few dollars per month, you could have access to exclusive content, a chance to win monthly giveaways, an opportunity to join our show, and so much more. It's an incredible way to play a crucial part in the growth of a couple of park hoppers. Head to patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers now and check out the different subscription tiers and what exclusive benefits you'll receive in return. Once again, that's patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Thank you for your support. And, and we'll, we'll see you there. there. Hey, my name is Bill. And I'm Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. hoppers. Throughout our three and a half years living in Orlando, we've had the chance to try so many Disney sit-down dining experiences. We came up with our current 10 favorite restaurants in no particular order, and we're going to break down that list for you right now. Let's, Let's hop, hop to, to it. it. are in what just happened but it sounds like back. back i think it's bang maybe i'm hearing back, back. and you know what's about to come back <gasps> what happily ever after ready to begin <laughs> i am so ready to begin um you know what i'm ready to begin having is a good castle show at magic kingdom yeah and guess what we're doing tonight <laughs> what are we doing tonight very last second development here. <laughs> we are going to the cast member preview of Happily Ever After tonight, Tuesday, I March 14th, <laughs> about three weeks or so before it officially returns. So one thing I have to say is when I found out you could go, I was going to go to the Contemporary and go have snacks and maybe go to, what is it, the Outer Rim? the bar yeah. and, and have a drink there and then watch from the stairwell or try to watch from the stairwell and cry from the stairwell <laughs> while I watched the beauty that is happily ever after happening at the Magic Kingdom while I was <laughs> looking. Oh, no. Oh, I'm so ready for that first note. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tears are going to be flowing at Magic Kingdom oh, tonight. Oh, my gosh. So I like... Every time I think about the fact that this is going to come back, I start to get emotional and I can't. No. And they all live Stop. I need to. We need to do this episode. I'm going to. That's true. We need to talk about food. <laughs> Stop. I can feel it like welling up. I can just feel my body being like, oh, I'm so happy right now. Yeah. So we are going to be shooting a video that will be up on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers of the epic return in front of 2000 cast members and their friends. Um, tonight here at, at Magic Kingdom, and it's going to be an amazing experience. I cannot wait for that. But Well, well one thing I just wanted to finish saying is uh -oh. that I was going to watch from the outside looking in, and now I get to go with you. And so I'm very, very excited to be able to uh, to go, because originally it was just going to be you. Yep. And uh, I get to go to... 
I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, we are excited to bring you the most latest episode of A Couple of Park Hoppers podcast. My name is Bill. My name is Danny. And again, we are A Couple of Park Hoppers. And we are going to be talking about our 10 favorite sit-down dining locations at Walt Disney World and is in no particular order. We decided that we did not want to do a top 10 because that's... It kind of depends on so many different factors. So we decided to just list our 10 favorites, again, in no particular order. Yes. Um, also, thank you to our patrons. If you are watching on uh, Patreon, we appreciate Hello. you. This you is, can hear us better this time. <laughs> this is one of your benefits uh, for for uh, supporting us. And so real, real quick, I just want to uh, apologize. I'm going to look right into the camera here. Okay. I want to apologize to our patrons for the last two episodes on video, which is your patreon exclusive content um, of our podcasts because i am behind the controls of the ship over here and i missed something in my controls where the microphones that danny and i are talking into and the audio and everything that you guys hear is through our mixer and a separate input and it was actually pulling the audio from the camera straight over there so that's why it sounded like we were so far away so my apologies for the last two weeks of uh the patreon exclusive video version of our podcast but we are getting it right this time and hope you guys enjoy awesome well i'm very excited to be talking about this um we are uh what was i going to say we are going to be talking about our top 10 favorite sit not top 10 yes our, our 10 favorite top 10 is a is a countdown I, I mean, I Ding guess dong. so. It's not um it's not technically a top 10 cuz it's in no particular it's, order, but it's our top 10. It's but is our 10. However, you want to say right, it, Danny. it's our exclusive Jeez. It's our favorite 10. Oh my god, you don't even listen to me. Our magical 10. Okay. Our magical 10. That's better. That's How's fine. that? If you said that the first time, I would have been okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive into the list. Do you want to go first? Uh sure. So, in no particular order, do you want to count them or just... We'll just go in order. Okay. So no particular order. Our first on our Magical 10 list. Well, I just said first. It's hard to not like <sighs> con like compartmentalize everything. Yes. Uh, it's, so, it's not a countdown. All right. So uh, is going to be Chef Mickey. Now, Chef Mickey is going to be at the Contemporary the price ranges from about $35 to $59.99 per adult uh, before tax and tip. Um, tip your uh, waiters. Tip your servers. Tip your servers, yes. Um, and the description is prepare for a character-filled, all-you-care-to-enjoy breakfast or dinner buffet at Disney's Contemporary Resort. And there's a note here that says, guest dining at Chef Mickey's may hear construction noise due to the refurbishment of nearby guest rooms. Yeah, so that was uh, while the Contemporary was undergoing some refurbs for their hotel rooms, but I think that is has been since completed or is near been completed. So. But it is still in the description of the yeah. food you're going to enjoy, so yeah. <laughs> you may still sure. get to enjoy construction noises while you're enjoying your food. So <laughs> Chef Mickey's, why did it make our list? I think the main reason why it made my list is because it's one of the few places you can actually hang out with the Fab Five. Yeah. You've got Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Pluto, and Pluto and Goofy. Right. And seeing all five of them kind of feels different than some of the other character dining because they are like the OGs. Yeah. And just seeing them all together and at once is just 
such a more fun experience for me. Yeah. I mean, this one made my, uh, like our, our magical 10 because I, for me, this is one of the first memories I remember when we went to Disney world. Uh, my grandfather used to go with us. It was one of those things that I'm sure that they were like, what should we set up? And they were like, definitely chef Mickey. So we ended up going there yeah. like our very first time at Disney before the internet. I want to say, um, like my little sister was one, I was like 11. So we would go every year. That was something that we always had to do. And I just always found the experience so, uh, just upscale and wonderful because you're eating at the contemporary resort, which even as a little kid, I knew it was like a fancy place. Yeah. How cool is it when you're eating the monorail goes by? You? That's what I was going to say. While you're eating, you can see the monorail, uh, I don't know if they brought it back, but there used to be a song where you would take your napkins and like swing them around yeah. to party, which um, after COVID, I guess they figured, you know, spinning your germs everywhere was probably not the best yeah. idea. Um, but I also don't know if they brought it back, but that was always really fun. The characters would run around and like dance and party and celebrate. Yeah. And their outfits really haven't changed. No. Um, I mean, they look a little nicer. They're not like still like from the 90s or anything. They've definitely like gotten new outfits. They've all got their chef outfits on, which is fun. But at the end of the day, it's like one of those very nostalgic, like very touristy. It's it's definitely one of those tourist touristy places that I feel like when the first time you go, People are like, oh, you got to go with Chef Mickey. Yeah. Like, it's like initiation <laughs> going for, to Disney. For sure. And so before we move on to our next one, I do want to just note one more thing is that it very recently just went to a buffet style meal. Yes. Where pre-COVID, it was always buffet, breakfast, and lunch and dinner. Um, but it, when it came back from COVID, it was distance characters, and it was like a family style meal where they brought you everything, and then they could bring you more of whatever you wanted. But recently, like literally within the last couple of weeks... Um, it went back to buffet style. So we're going to have to go back there, check it out. Because yes. we haven't been to Chef Mickey's buffet style in about three years. So yeah, um, definitely want to get back there. But always love the vibe of Chef Mickey's. The food has always been pretty solid. And it's a great experience seeing the Fab Five. I will say that if you are ever going to go there, just be prepared for <laughs> a little bit of chaos. Yeah. A lot of times because families go there knowing that like they're going to meet the Fab Five, the... We've always had some, uh, as adults, I feel like, we've we've had parents that are over eager to bring their kid to your table mm -hmm. to try to get an extra photo with the characters. Yeah. Um, and so overall, it just, it is, it is a little bit more chaotic because it is so popular. But even despite that, I feel like we had to put it on the list. For sure. So Chef Mickey's, definitely check that out for sure. Um, one thing I also wanted to note here is that every single... Um, dining uh, option that we're going to go through on this show, it has a reservation option. So you need to go into the My Disney Experience app or DisneyWorld.com and get a reservation for these restaurants that we're going to be listing off. Um, however, there may, and the keyword is may, there may be walk-up availability depending on where you're staying if you're at that particular resort that day, there may be some walk-up availability, but for the most part, these are reservation-based. So you need to get yourself a reservation before planning on dining at one of the places that we're listening, listing on this show. 
Yeah, and I, don't, I also don't know if we mentioned it, but all of these places we've obviously been to, but we did pull it from a list of places that uh, we have been to. Yes. And the ones that didn't make it, we're going to go over at the end briefly. And they're not because we don't like them. It's just that we want to share with you the ones that we find at this time to be the most, you know... Our favorites. Yeah, our favorites. And if you visit... Maybe one that you'd like to visit. So we had we had about seventeen restaurants that we had been to, uh, reservation based restaurants to sit down dining, um, but we wanted to keep this kind of short and sweet and uh, narrow it down to ten. So we will kind of touch on the the seven that we left off our list at the very end. And I do think as time goes on, we'll probably revisit these kind of things, yeah, totally. like quick service, like sit down restaurants, because you know we're going to be visiting new ones as well. Mm-hmm. So at this point in time, though, this is what it looks like. All right, so. With that said, check out Chef Mickey's. Always a good old time. Uh, all right, so let's hop on the escalator at the Contemporary, <laughs> and we're going to go downstairs to Steakhouse 71. Get a taste of Disney heritage when you dine at the newest restaurant in Disney's Contemporary Resort. Named for the year Disney's Contemporary Resort first opened, also Walt Disney World, Steakhouse 71 harkens back to the design style of the 1970s, reimagined in a contemporary, comfortable, and sleek way. You'll even notice some Florida fare, such as Orange Bird and Citrus Groves, mixed in with the decor. Uh, This is a major, major upgrade over what used to be the wave yeah. in in Disney's Contemporary Resort. And if you don't know where that was, if you walk in the front door of the Contemporary, walk all to w- all the way to the back wall, and it is just to your left in the back corner near the escalators that take you upstairs. If you haven't been in a long time, this is also where the arcade used to be. That is uh, <laughs> even before the wave. Yes. <laughs> um, but this place is awesome. Um, there's a couple of different... Uh, reasons why we love Steakhouse 71. Um, It is not a a one single price or a prefix, anything like that. It's more of a a menu style where you can order appetizers, you can order entrees, drinks, desserts, all that. Um, But one particular reason why we love Steakhouse 71, and um, I'm going to shout him out here. Shout out Tim. Uh, Tim is an amazing server. Uh, we had him what, and an three amazing times? friend, and an amazing friend, but and an amazing human, <laughs> and an amazing human. And we've had him probably what three times now, four times, probably around like four. We request him now when we go if he's working. Uh, but one of the reasons why we fell in love with this place was our first experience with Tim when we went for breakfast, <laughs> and we got our breakfast food, which was also amazing. But we also had uh, refillable mimosas that day. And for just under 20 bucks, you can get basically as many mimosas as you can handle. And nowhere on Disney you property. Know, with, within with reason. reason. <laughs> within reason. But anywhere on Disney property, you're really not going to get drink deals like that. I want to say that one mimosa is like, we had gone to another place that's on our list the other day. And I want to say it was like 15 or $16 for one mimosa. Yeah, and for, for 19 I think it is now. Um you can get refillable mimosas. Not only can you get basic mimosas, but Tim also opened our eyes to the fact that you can get <laughs> cranberry, you can get pineapple pineapple juice, and you can also get the legendary pog juice, the passion orange guava. After a couple of mimosas, when that was brought to our attention, you're like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Tell yeah. me more. Oh, my, my eyes were like the guy in the mask where I was like, <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, that day he was like, 
experimenting with it. He was like, here's like part pineapple with yeah. a little drop of cranberry. <laughs> and it was, it was such a fun experience. It was. And, uh, but also the food is excellent. Yeah. So we have gone both for breakfast and lunch. Yeah, we're um, not done dinner yet. Yeah. But we will. <laughs> That's what I was going to try to do tonight, but I have better plans now. Yeah, you do. Um, so uh, for breakfast, it's going to be all your classic like Disney food. You can do like, I believe you can do like omelets and stuff. You could do... Um, they have a really good eggs Benedict there. That was awesome. Oh, the um, I went recently with uh, with our friends uh, Sam and Alicia. Uh, shout out to them. Um, I got I forget what it's called. It was like Walt's hash or something like that, and it was like chunks of prime rib and uh, the hollandaise sauce that you put on eggs Benedict and potatoes and eggs. It was so good. That's honestly my favorite dish there right now for breakfast. It sounds good. Well, one thing I really like is that you can get Mickey waffles there. So you kind of get like that uh, version, that um, that mix of being like, you know, I can get like a regular breakfast meal and I can also get like Mickey waffles. Right. So um, then we have also gone for lunch and we went on our anniversary. So uh, do you remember what we had on our anniversary? We did. I, we had the the burger that they have there. It's only on the lunch menu. It's amazing. It has pork belly on top of it, um, and it's a really good beef blend of, of a burger. And then there was truff, Parmesan truffle fries, I think it was. Yes. Um, and then Tim made some magic for us, and we had a 15-layer chocolate cake. Why 15? Because there's 15 floors of the Contemporary Resort. Yes. But and they were all amazing. You're forgetting something. What else do we Before have? Before all that. We had an appetizer. I don't remember what it was. We had, um, I believe they were crab cakes or fish (gasps) cakes. That's right. It was crab cakes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And and they were very small and like decadent, but they were so, so good. Uh, We've also eaten like different crab cakes in the past at different restaurants. There was one that did not make our list. Um, Spoiler alert, it's Olivia's. They They had a crab cake. Was it crab cake that they have there? Yeah, it was one crab cake. It was one crab cake fit for a Barbie doll. And um, <laughs> so, which, and they were probably the same price. So Steakhouse 71 does it right. Uh, we will look forward to also going and trying dinner at some point. But across the board, Steakhouse 71 is one of those places that we believe is a must do. It's Park Hopper approved. Park Hopper approved very much. We've returned there multiple times. On top of that, if you are living close by, being able to like park your car, go eat there and then walk to the Magic Kingdom and then, you know, do your stuff and then later come back to your car. Walk back, yeah. Is really, really, you know. It's great. (laughs) It's very, it's great to not have to go to the TTC and get a great meal. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right, so Steakhouse 71, Park Hopper approved. Let's on. Let's move on to our next option, and that is... Ohana. Now, Ohana offers two different meals. They offer breakfast and dinner. So uh, do you know if they've ever been open for lunch? Uh, that I don't know, but the times listed are 7.30 to 12 for breakfast and 3.30 to 10 p.m. for dinner. Also, if you're listening, do you remember when the Polynesian used to have a church service? No. Because I do. I don't. I'm just curious if anybody else remembers it. (laughs) But they used to have that, um, and they also offer different breakfasts. But one of the breakfasts they offer is at Ohana. And so breakfast is served from 7.30 to 12, and it says $35 to $59.99 per adult. 
And dinner is uh, 3.30 to 10 p.m., 35 to 59.99 per adult as well. So the description is, start your day with a bountiful breakfast or sit down to a Polynesian-themed dinner, both serve family style. Ohana offers two distinct dining experiences. Best Friends Breakfast featuring Lilo and Stitch, and an all-you-care-to-enjoy dinner featuring Hawaiian-flavored specialties, including our legendary Ohana noodles. Characters do not appear at this dinner. Um, I love Ohana. Uh, it is a little bit on the pricey side for your meal, but you can literally eat as much as you're willing to eat. And so when we when it comes to sit-down dining experiences at Disney, I like to get the most bang for my buck, so I prefer to go to buffets or family-style things where I'm not going to feel disappointed sure. when I leave, hungry-wise. Um, so Ohana is definitely one of my top choices for that. Um, everything We have not done the Ohana breakfast with the characters yet, uh, but we did do an Ohana breakfast pre character return during covid which was actually only 25 dollars when we went so it's gone it's gone up significantly since uh the characters lilo and stitch have come back for the breakfast experience but we have gone to ohana what three times for dinner now i think Um, no i think four oh maybe four well yeah it's at least three um but we have enjoyed it every single time the noodles the legendary noodles are awesome. The chicken wings are fantastic. The chicken uh, breast that they have there is is awesome. The grilled chicken. Yeah, the grilled I think chicken. it's roasted chicken. Oh, is it roasted chicken? Gotcha. I think so. Uh, the pot stickers. Um, the one of the few places that I've actually enjoyed the peel and eat shrimp. Um, Their broccolini is really good. Broccolini is awesome. Um, everything we've had has been great, and even that dessert, the pineapple, uh, the cake that they bring out at the end is amazing so i think you're missing are we missing something we're missing um don't they have steak they do have steak yeah it's like almost like steak tips yeah like steak teriyaki tips. steak tips yeah i was gonna say there's one thing that they bring to the table that i can't remember and then also at the beginning they have a their dinner rolls hawaiian dinner rolls um with like a, some kind of like almost like a honey butter mm-hmm. right as well as a salad that has a really good like dressing yeah um so overall, it's a very, very good meal. It's really fun to eat family style. And they just keep bringing you food until you basically say, uh, until stop. You be- <laughs> until you become a noodle. Yes. Or you they- become a pot sticker. I will say that if in between the food and the dessert, they bring out these hot towels. Oh, God, yeah. And yeah. emphasis on the, the hot, hot, steamy towels. So if you end up... Uh, if you end up going, just make sure that if you're grabbing a towel from the middle of the pile to just give it a second to cool down. Yeah, be careful. Um, it will burn you. Yes. Um, I do want to touch on breakfast, okay. though. What, do you, what did you think of breakfast when we ate there? I thought it was kind of your basic breakfast fare. I didn't think there was really too much that I remember being different about it. Um, I greatly prefer going there for dinner versus breakfast. Um, but I remember it being good, and for $25, I wasn't upset about it. Uh, but it, it, it really wasn't anything different than you would get from any other breakfast buffet on property. Yeah. So we didn't like, we didn't find it like to be super special. It was still good. It's still a good option for a sit down meal. You can still jump on the monorail and get to magic kingdom. You still, when you're eating, you have a view of like, uh, you know, 
everything that's beautiful outside as well as if you're sitting in the right spot you can see magic kingdom yeah and oh another thing too is that um if you're sitting in the right spot like danny said for dinner time and you have a view of the castle across the Seven Seas Lagoon, they actually do pipe the uh, fireworks music into the restaurant. So you can actually see the fireworks and hear the music and everything. It's really, really cool. Really cool. Side note, if you are watching our video, I have two beverages in front of me because I'm trying to hydrate for tonight. Yeah. Speaking of the fireworks, it's all going to come pouring out, gonna come pouring out <laughs> of my face. <laughs> Not necessarily my eyes. I'm just going to be a hot mess watching that show. Yeah. But Ohana is one of those places that we've repeat gone several times. So it, it definitely had to make our, our list of the 10 favorite spots. Yes. Um, I have a question for you, though. What do you got? On the Ohana table, if, if we had all the food in front of us, what is your favorite thing on the table? Because the noodles, everybody always says, is like the best. I do love the noodles, but... So just like, what's your favorite? The last the last time we were there, I really, really, really liked the, uh, the chicken, the roasted chicken, the wings... One thing. One thing? One thing. Oh, fine. I'm in between the wings and the, and the dumplings. Um, I'm going to go the wings. Okay. Because I'm going to go the dumplings. Okay. The dumplings are my favorite. And the one time we went with our, <laughs> our friend Eddie, we, I, I was like, I'm more, I'm more dumpling than person right now. And For he said real. that. And I was like, yep, that's it. Yep. That's the one. I was just curious. Because a lot of times people are like, the noodles, the noodles. And the noodles are fantastic. But I don't know. I, I do think that you got to. You gotta, only eat so many noodles. Yeah. You got to give it to the rest of the the meal as well. So it's definitely a must. And I used to think that uh, Ohana might have been overrated because the, the way people talk about it, it's not definitely worth being on this uh, magical 10 list that we've got going on. For sure. We love Ohana. All right. So moving on to our uh, our next one on our, uh, our list of 10, um, our favorite 10 dining, sit down dining uh, locations at Walt Disney World will be Whispering Canyon Cafe at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Uh, this is open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, the prices range anywhere between fifteen to about thirty-five dollars a person. This is kind of a hybrid of a few of the restaurants that we've talked about so far, where there is an all-you-care-to-enjoy option, and then there's single entree options as well. So you don't have to get the all-you-can-care, all-you-care-to-enjoy is how Disney says it. Um, but for breakfast and lunch, they have the same exact what they call skillets. Mm -hmm. um, so there is one called the Heritage, which has your classic breakfast fare. Uh, you've got like Mickey waffles, sausage, scrambled eggs, all that kind of stuff. Um, then there's one that you really like. It's called the Lighter Side. Uh, it has a uh, has some fresh fruit, some oatmeal, um, egg white fachadas, turkey bacon, turkey sausage, all that kind of stuff. But what what kind of oatmeal is it again? Uh, it's called something Swiss oatmeal. It's called Swiss oatmeal. It's really it has like fresh fruit and stuff in it. It's 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 very unique. I've never had it anywhere else. And then the third option is called the Carnivore, where it has like cornbread and uh, ribs and beef brisket, uh, pulled pork, chicken, potatoes. Really good buttered corn um, and carrots. Yeah. So those are your three options for your all you care to enjoy skillets. And then there's also options like sandwiches, burgers, all that kind of stuff that you can get if you don't want one of those three skillets. Uh, we really love Whispering Canyon Cafe because, A, we love Wilderness Lodge. I love walking in there and just the vibe there is awesome. It is this big, huge lobby, which is almost looks like a giant log cabin it's so woodsy and it's it's dark but it's not too dark right um 
the, the whole lobby is amazing. The resort is amazing. It's one of my favorite resorts on all of Disney property to begin with. Never mind during Christmas time. It's even better. Right. Uh, but Whispering Cafe, uh, Whispering Canyon Cafe also offers a very unique dining experience at Disney because if you guys have ever out there been to a place called Dick's Last Resort, <laughs> um, basically it's this place where the the waiters are paid to be mean or like be f- like make fun of you on purpose. Where this is kind of like a Disney-fied Dick's Last Resort, where the waiters are very fun and very sarcastic, and in no way, shape, or form are they vulgar or anything like that. But it's definitely a an entirely new experience from anywhere else on Disney property. So, and they get to be creative in the way that they're being like kind of yeah. messing with you. Yeah. For instance, and this wouldn't happen at every at every table, but a great example of that would be last time we had a table of. Uh, what we learned were a bunch of like cast members enjoying themselves. Yeah. I guess it was one of their birthdays. The waiter brought out a cupcake, had the entire like room sing and was sitting there with a the cupcake and then took a bite out of it and then turned it around and put it on or no, he walked away with it. Yeah. So he would look like he was going to stand there and like give this person the cupcake, but then he just took a bite out of it and walked away. Yeah. It's in this experience is so much more fun. If you, get the sense of humor and you play along. Uh, and I'm sure the waiters probably love that too. Uh, but I'm sure they, I'm sure they get the people that just don't get it. And they're like totally thrown off by the experience, but uh, different things like they throw like a pile of straws on the table or like toss the napkins at you. They make you like, yell. I also yeah. clarified, remember the, so what last time we went, somebody yelled for something that you would learn yeah. about to bring to the table. And I yelled, what? And you just basically jumped out of your seat. And our waitress said, that's what they want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't do it in my ear then. <laughs> we'll pay attention. Yeah. But uh, we love the experience because, you know, I, I'm a sarcastic person. I love having fun with the people like that. And, you know, I always go back and forth with the waiters. It's, it's always a really enjoyable experience. And for the money, it really can't be beat for what you're getting. It, there's this no characters. Um, so, but for breakfast, I believe. Let me pull up the menu here. Uh, for breakfast, if it loads, uh, the skillets are twenty six dollars. So breakfast and lunch, they're twenty six dollars for all you can eat food. What's better than that? And then at dinner time, the skillets, uh, they they differ a little bit. There's four different ones, um, and they are thirty eight dollars. So. We'll have to go for dinner sometime, check that out, and see what those skillets are all about. But we prefer the breakfast lunch option because um, yeah. it's a little early, earlier in the day and you're you not get filling Mickey up at waffles. the end of the night. And you can get Mickey waffles. Yeah. The other thing that I like about this is that every time they bring you more food, it's not like, I'm going to bring you the full skillet. You can also say, like, like, I really like the turkey sausage. And so, you know, if I finish some of the stuff on my skillet, you can just say, hey, can you bring me more turkey sausage? Right. Um, it's you, it's not like eat until you drop. It's just you can continue asking for the things that you enjoy, which you don't always get to do. You know, sometimes if you're just ordering one entree. Uh, also, side note, if you are a pin collector and a pin trader, there are, from what I understand, three pin boards there. There's one at the front desk. There's one in the gift shop and there's one at the Disney Vacation Club booth. So you can actually hit three pin boards after you eat your food. 
So for sure, which is really nice. Always, a, always a great time going to Wilderness Lodge, and even better time going to Whispering Canyon Cafe. So that is another one off our list. Let's. We're about halfway there on our way down to our our ten here. And, and I got the next one. You got the next one. Go for it. All right. So the next one is going to be Boma. So Boma uh, actually serves breakfast and dinner. No um, lunch. So, yes, no lunch. Um, I will say that the price is gr- drastically different for breakfast and dinner, but we're going to talk about that. Um, breakfast ranges between fifteen to thirty-four ninety-nine per adult, and then thirty-five to fifty-nine ninety-nine per adult for dinner. So it's almost double the price. Was it always that expensive mm-hmm. for dinner? Yep. Hmm. Okay. I feel like I maybe blocked. It may have out. gone up a couple of bucks, but it was definitely over fifty for sure. I feel like I blocked out the price of the dinner. Yeah. But um, let me go ahead and read the description. Resembling a lively African marketplace, this restaurant features all you care to enjoy buffets at breakfast and dinner. Now we have gotten it's to a heck enjoy of a description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really short. I know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you don't get to enjoy the uh, construction sounds here. That's Sorry true. about that. That's true. And no characters. You paid. I guess you have to pay extra for that one. Yeah. Um. But for this one, uh, we have gotten to go to breakfast and dinner. We have gone to breakfast more, I believe. I think same amount for me. You think so? I think two and two. I think I've been there twice for each. I think I thought we've been. No, we've been to breakfast more. I don't know. We've been at least three times because we took. We took, um, we went by ourselves. We've gone with our friends, Rob and Rachel, and we took my sister, Katie. Okay, so three times. So we've gone to breakfast more. Okay. Um, you win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's keep going. Okay. So uh, let's talk about breakfast versus dinner. Yeah, so um, much different buffet um, for breakfast. And there's one, <laughs> there's one particular thing I'm going to touch on at the very end, the, the difference between breakfast and dinner. That is a game changer for me. Um, but the breakfast buffet is pretty solid. It's, it's your standard breakfast fare. However, there are other um, really tasty African-inspired options. Um, there are uh, different sauces and different types of things that aren't on your your typical Disney breakfast fare. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as dinner goes, though, uh, dinner is delicious. Uh, there are so many different African-inspired meals. Um, there's different breads and there's different uh, meats and seafoods and salads and all different kinds of things. Um, I greatly prefer dinner personally at Boma, uh, but there's one particular reason why I love, love Boma dinner. Okay. On the buffet, they offer zebra domes. This is true. Uh, if you don't know what a zebra dome is, it is a delectable dessert that they offer at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is where this is. Um, it's I'm not even entirely sure how to describe it. It's kind of like a like a mousse with like a like a cookie in the bottom, but with like a chocolate drizzle on it. So it is a dessert that is not too sweet. It's very unique to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah. And it also has almost like a cult following, I would say. They're like amazing. you either you know about them and you love them or you have never heard of them. Right. It's like basically nowhere in the middle. Yeah, there's nowhere in the middle. Um I would definitely say that having the zebra domes definitely ups the game of the dinner. However, I personally like breakfast better. Interesting. Okay. I think at half the price you well, Yeah, obviously. You can, you know, it it's hard to beat. 
And then also you can just walk downstairs and order yourself zebra domes at the quick service. Yeah, but you can't get as many as you want. I know, but how many zebra domes do we eat? 14. No, we do not. <laughs> I do. No, you do not. I do. No, you do not. <laughs> Next time I'm counting your zebra domes so we can have it. I'm going to go to the buffet and just eat zebra domes. And I'm going to win. That's all you're going to eat. And for, I'm going to win. <laughs> that's all you're going to eat for $60. Yeah, I'm going to eat $60 worth of zebra domes. No. Well, they come in a four pack. If you buy them from the Mara, which is a quick service at Animal Kingdom Lodge, they come in a four pack. I think it's for $4.99. So $5 times 12 would be $60. So I'd need to eat 48 zebra domes <laughs> <laughs> to, to make that worth it. You would be a zebra dome. Done. You would I'd just, be more zebra dome than person. You would just be a zebra <laughs> dome with a ball cap on your head walking Ooh. out of Animal Kingdom yeah. with legs. <laughs> yeah. I've already got a big dome. I don't need it to be a zebra dome. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. But I will say that either of these options are absolutely delicious. So the nice thing about this is the food is so um, unique to anything else you'd ever eat at like just a regular quick service Disney dining experience or anything like that. Um, I personally, like I said, prefer the breakfast. Um, It has a lot of African inspired dishes. Um, mixed in also with just kind of like regular breakfast food. And then the dinner is much more diverse across the board. A lot of different flavors. The The hardest part for me about dinner is just that like you for, for that amount of money, I'm kind of like a lot. Some of the stuff is like feels a little bit heavier. Sure. So like there's a soup that's delicious, but it's like a, a cream based soup. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, just across the board there's only so much you can eat right and also want to eat unless you're gonna eat what what'd you say 48 zebra domes 48 zebra domes that's the goal next time but um i mean it's it's excellent it's uh, both options are excellent what what would you prefer uh dinner for sure i love the different flavors i love the the various meats that you can get the different tastes and flavors um there are some tastes and flavors that you get differently during breakfast, but a lot of the buffets, your typical breakfast fare, we can get literally anywhere else. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I just imagine you. I, mean, I just imagined you with 48 zebra domes <laughs> in front of you. And I'm gonna bring this bucket with me. <laughs> I could probably fit about 25 in there. No, you have to eat them all. You so can't bring I'm them all. F- I'm gonna fill this. Go back to the table just- <laughs> and just one at, one at a time. Plop. And slowly become a zebra. <laughs> when this is empty, I'll bring it back up and get 23 more and prove you wrong. I, you know, I literally just imagined you with 48 zebra domes in front of you. And you know, like when you eat lobster and you have like a, a bib a that you, around around my neck. <laughs> you tie around you, but instead of a lobster and on the thing, just a picture of a zebra I've dome. i like the fork and knife in my hand. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get you a zebra dome bib. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So, sorry, that's when you were talking about dinner. That's what I imagined. All good. Could you even fit anything else inside of you if you ate 48 zebra domes? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I could even eat 48 zebra domes. <laughs> I'm not a super sweets person, but I really do like those. But a pack of four is plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you being like, yeah, I would eat 48 zebra domes. Pack of four is good. Thank you very Read much. Read the room, Danny. Obviously, I'm kidding. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Now I want you to try it. No. I'll get sick. <laughs> I will get sick. I'll, I'll need a Z-pack. 
after that. A zebra pack? A Z pack. <laughs> a Z pack. All right. So moving on, we are halfway through our list of our 10 favorite sit-down dining locations at Walt Disney World. And let's move on to the next one over at Disney's Beach Club Resort. That is Cape May Cafe. Uh, stop by this New England-inspired venue for buffet meals, including a bountiful character breakfast or a surf and turf dinner. Cape May Cafe offers two distinct dining experiences. Minnie's Beach Bash Breakfast, that's a mouthful, um, with Minnie Mouse and some of her friends, and a dinner buffet with flavors from the New England coast where I'm from. Yeah, wicked hot. Um, and characters <laughs> do not appear at dinner. Okay, and how much is it? So the range of price goes from, I think for both meals, it looks like it goes between $35 and $59.99 per person. Um, like they said, Minnie's Beach Day Bash or whatever it was, Beach, what was it? Beach Bash Breakfast. Right. Um, is really fun. I haven't done that in a really long time. I did that a long time ago with some friends, probably pushing 10 years at this point. Um, but that was really, really fun. I do remember that was one of the first character meals I had done in a really long time. Um, Mickey Mouse is not there. So he is not featured in Minnie's Beach Day Breakfast Bash or whatever it was called. <laughs> I already forgot. Um, but I think it was I think it was Minnie, Donald, Pluto, and Goofy, if I remember right. I think so. So I think it was everybody but Mickey. Uh, but the breakfast was your typical breakfast fare. Mickey waffles, eggs, bacon, sausage, uh, fruit, you know, that kind of stuff, a little bit healthier options. So that's one of those uh, character breakfast buffets. It's kind of the same across the board. Uh, but the dinner, we went to the opening night of the Cape May Cafe um, seafood buffet dinner when it reopened uh, in the middle of COVID. And we really, really liked it. Real quick, what, did you, who, what characters did you say were at breakfast? I want to say it was Minnie, Donald, Pluto and Goofy? So it's Daisy, Donald, and Goofy. Uh, Min and Minnie. So Minnie, Daisy, Donald, and Goofy. Okay, so then it was so then it was Daisy instead of Pluto. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I just wanted so if people I knew Mickey wasn't there. So I'm I couldn't rem I thought this was this is like one of those characters where you kind of get more of like a like an interesting group of characters. So um but yes. I, I just wanted to look that up real quick. Cool. But yeah, so Kate May, um, we were talking about Kate May. We went the first time for dinner. Um, I feel like not that long ago. The very first time we went. Maybe a year and a half. Something like that. Yeah, it was after it, the everything had reopened. Yeah. So uh, one thing that did change that I know that there was like an uproar about were the crab legs. Yeah, which didn't surprise me. Crab legs are very expensive. Most places charge up the wazoo for them. Um, Pre-COVID, they were part of the, uh, or, or at least for a time pre-COVID, they were part of the buffet, the king crab legs. But when it came back, they were not part of the buffet. And I think you paid like there was an market. It was like market prices though. Yeah. Right? I, I want to say it was like an extra 15 to $20, somewhere in there. But I think it depended on what the market price was. Like, sure. but, but that means that like it will fluctuate depending on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so crab legs are not included in the buffet any longer, uh, which to me doesn't really matter because crab legs are a lot of work. Um, they're kind of a pain to, <laughs> to crack and pull the meat out. Yeah. Um, they are delectable, but if somebody's not doing it for me, I'm kind of anti, uh, 
crab legs <laughs> or lobsters for that matter. I don't really love to work to eat my food. So um, crab legs being off the menu didn't bother me. It didn't bother me at all. Uh, so, but these the buffet was really really solid. It, there's a lot of seafood options. There's um, some clam chowder. There's all kinds of different um, fun things to try. There's lots of fun little desserts, um, appetizers. There's even stuff for kids. You know, like the pizza, chicken nuggets, all that kind of stuff. If you're not die hard about the seafood aspect of it, but it is a surf and turf buffet. You know that going into it. So. If you're not a seafood person, you should probably choose somewhere else besides the Cape May Cafe dinner. Yeah, I really, I did really enjoy the Cape May Cafe dinner. I think it's the only place that you can get a a pretty decent mix of seafood and kind of eat what you want, as opposed to like getting brought like four or five, you know, little grilled shrimp. Which, if you want like some fresh seafood, that's it's always a great option. Um, I would say. It's a little bit out of the way, but I feel like it's really nice to like go see a new resort, get to walk around. Yeah. I usually like to go to like to go to like the different gift shops and then you can walk around on the, uh, the, board on the boardwalk. Yeah. Beach Club, Yacht Club are right across from where the boardwalk are. And they're also walking distance to Epcot. So if you want to hit up Epcot afterwards or hit up Epcot before your reservation, it is within walking distance as well. So a great spot for Beach Club. Yeah. So we're going to stay here on the boardwalk and walk on down wow. to a little restaurant Mamma Mia. that you took me the day that you got down on one knee. Wow, I did that? You, I think so. You I, sure? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yes, uh, okay. I'm sure. <laughs> Pretty sure. Good thing she's still wearing it. <laughs> Why wouldn't I wear it? I don't know. Just playing to the camera. Uh, Hi, Patreons. <laughs> I love you. Um, yes, Totoria El Forno is the restaurant that Danny's talking about. And we did go there for a nice dinner prior to our engagement. Side note, there is a margarita stand outside that will... Not affiliated with Totoria El Forno. No, but thank you, Nicole, for first off getting us margaritas, knowing that we had an important night ahead of us. So thank you for treating us to those. Um, also, those are very strong. (laughs) So if you're looking to get like a a really strong drink before dinner, uh, and you're waiting, that margarita stand outside is a little pro tip. That, that is, and shout out to Nicole too. She did buy us that drink, but genuinely I can't think of a time where a $15 drink felt more worth it than than that particular. Than calming your nerves? (laughs) No, for like... The way it hit me, the $15 drink usually is just, you know, a shot of alcohol and it doesn't really kind of do much for you. You kind of get to spend a lot of money to get drunk at Disney, basically. Yeah. Uh, but that one particular margarita had me all warm inside and it was just the perfect little touch that I needed to um, calm down the tense the, or the tenseness that I had going on, knowing what was ahead of me. She had no idea, I don't think. Um but it was it was awesome. But anyway, we're not talking about the margarita stand. We're talking about Trattori El Forno. Um, that is the Italian restaurant at Disney's Boardwalk, and it is one of the best dining experiences I've had on property. I wasn't, I didn't know what it was going into it. The only Italian I had ever had on Disney property was at Mama Melrose at Disney's Hollywood Studios, which is wildly. I guess overrated is the word. Why did so? What did you heard about this place before you chose? I hadn't it? heard much at all. The only thing I really, really the only thing I really knew about Tutorial Forno is that they used to have characters there, 
uh, for breakfast where like Flynn and Rapunzel and uh, I think it was Snow White and Prince. Or? I, is it Ariel and Eric? Oh, it might be Ariel and Eric. Yeah. Um, those, are, to... those were the two uh, character experiences that you would get. At but they're Troy. not back as of right they're, now. They're not. But I had heard literally nothing aside from doing a little bit of research, saying seeing that people really like Troy El Forno. And we were between that and the Flying Fish, which is also on the boardwalk. We wanted something that was nicer because that also happened to be our six-year anniversary. For our anniversary engagement dinner <laughs> um, that we definitely got dressed up for. Uh, but... Overall, I can't remember her name, and it's going to bug me, but she was one of the best waitresses that I've ever had at Disney. She was giving us such amazing service, and when you went up to the bathroom, I told her what was going on. Oh, you did? So I think she kind of went a little extra mile for us, which we do greatly appreciate, and um, it was it was such a great experience. The drink was awesome. The appetizer was really good. Um, and then the meals were incredible too. What, I don't know why talking about this is me. I'm like it's making me, me nervous. It's making me nervous. I'm like, ooh, you're gonna propose. So, oh wait. <laughs> so I went, when we went, I went for a. Uh, she allowed us to kind of customize our meals. So she said you can like switch sauces and all that kind of stuff. So I ended up getting a chicken parm dish, but instead of red sauce, I got Alfredo sauce, and it was incredible. It was so good. And what did you end up getting? I got the lasagna. The lasagna was really good. Oh my gosh. I am like But not it wasn't your typical lasagna. It the way that it was like put together, it wasn't like a square. It was like put together where the inside of it was like empty. They were almost like look like little flowers. Yeah, it was almost like stuffed shell type presentation. It was so good. It was like it was the best lasagna I've ever had. And then the calamari we had prior to that was yes. also really good. The calamari and then also the bread. Yep. They had yep. fresh bread, like fresh out of like the the like stone oven. The oven, yeah. Oh my gosh. The entire meal was absolutely delicious. And then um we got like some kind of weird blueberry yeah, drink. Yeah, it was like a blueberry cocktail, which I really liked. Uh, by that point, that margarita had hit me so hard on an <laughs> yeah. empty stomach. I was like, I'm, there's too many mixtures happening. It tasted yeah. really good. It I feel good. like I'd have to go back um, and try it. But overall, why do you feel like this made our magical 10? Um, it was just an outstanding dining experience from the staff all the way down to the dessert. Everything was delicious. Um, we were sat very easily we checked in online while we were having that knocker that margarita that was knocking us on our butts um, <laughs> a knockerita <laughs> yeah, right um and then once we sat down it was non-stop great service and then the food was much better than i expected it to be so it was i was very pleasantly surprised at how great that overall experience was now also i do want to mention that you there isn't like a set price i think we did kind of touch on that yeah but for something like this you can rack up as much of a bill as you want sure yeah <laughs> there's, there's, there's appetizers entrees desserts everything has its own price just like a regular menu um it's not like a prefix anything like that but it is a little tiny bit on the pricey side but for an occasion like like we had for our anniversary engagement dinner <laughs> um it was worth the money yeah every bit of it um, I definitely want to go back there Same. and just because I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. And I would honestly get what I got last time again because I when we were eating it, I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Also, searching in the Disney app, there's also a tutorial Forno to go. So, um, yeah, please. Yep. Going to go do that. 
Can you imagine just driving over there and being like, hi, I'm here to pick up lasagna and then just drive home and eat it at home? Or just sit on the boardwalk with a margarita and, and eat it while you're drinking the margarita. I don't know if I can have that margarita again unless I have like a uh, solid like loaf of bread in my stomach. For real. I swear. It, like, I don't know what, what, what kind of tequila that was. It was like <laughs> magical tequila. Yeah. All right. So the next place that's going to be on our list list is actually a surprise. Uh, when we finally went here, we it was a place that we had always walked by. Um, my family and I have always walked by it. We didn't even like really realize what it was. And I think we just kind of realized like, oh, hey, this is a place that we could try. And we went in to try it uh, pre-COVID for your birthday Correct. and it was one of the last things we did before the park yeah, shut down it was like two weeks before everything shut down yeah and so uh we're the place that we're talking about is tusker house and i'm shocked that my family never went here for like our entire lives yeah you guys love character meals i know i'm like shocked and i'm i think we'll have to go there at some point um tusker house restaurant Graze on a bountiful buffet brimming with African-inspired flavors and see host Donald Duck and his Disney friends. Now, we just want to note here that Tusker House is actually inside Animal Kingdom Park. So yes. to get into Tusker House, you need to have a park ticket and a park pass reservation. Um, this is not at Animal Kingdom Lodge like Boma. It is inside the actual park over near the Festival of the Lion King. So you need to have a park ticket to be able to do a Tusker House reservation. Yes. So uh, Tusker House actually has breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast goes from 8 to 10.30 and is 35 to 59.99. Uh, there is a half hour gap, it says. So breakfast, 8 to 10.30. Lunch is 11 to 3.30 and is the same price. And then there is a five-minute gap. So lunch goes to 3.30. Dinner starts at 3.35. So, so real, real quick, just because it's a little confusing, on that page that you were just reading where it said 35 to 59, uh -huh. when you go to the actual menu, it says that it's 45 per adult for breakfast and then 59 for lunch and dinner. Okay. So... Just to avoid the confusion that they're all the same price. They're not the same price. Okay, that makes $45 sense. $45 or $59, depending on what time you're going. But one hack. Hang on one second. Okay, go ahead. So again, lunch goes from 11.30 or 11 to 3.30, and then dinner goes from 3.35, five minutes later, to 8 p.m. So hack. Kind of a, a little bit of a note on top of that. Uh, as you heard, there was a 30-minute gap between breakfast and lunch and then a five-minute gap between lunch and dinner. But when we went to breakfast the first time, we had, I think it was like a 10.20 or like a 10.25 reservation, something like that. And the waiter literally came up to us and said, you guys came at the perfect time because you're going to get to experience both meals because you're sitting down at 10.20, breakfast is still out, but they're going to take that away soon, and it's going to become lunch. So you're going to get the best of both worlds for the breakfast price. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. It was awesome. The breakfast was great. I filled up a little bit too much on breakfast. I think we were like very hungry. I was very hungry. And so um, we also kind of walked into that on accident. We were just like, oh, let's, let's find something to do earlier in the day so we can do something later in the yeah. day so we just happened to choose that and i guess we chose right so yeah so we we had the you know the typical breakfast fair there's a few other options that are, are not your typical breakfast fair but 
One particular thing I want to note on the lunch buffet and the dinner buffet is it has the best macaroni and cheese on property. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it is so good. And it is different than most of the mac and cheeses on property. It is a really great white cheddar, five cheese, whatever it is. It is the best macaroni and cheese on property, hands down. Our first uh, server told us that Mickey Mouse himself makes it in the back, and that's why it tastes then so that's good. It. That's <laughs> the answer right there. The mouse himself's got his hands in there. Chef Mickey actually pops over to Tusker <laughs> House and is working in the back. Yeah. Yep. And then he puts on his safari outfit and goes, me- goes and meets people and then swaps into his Chef Mickey outfit and makes more mac and cheese. It's amazing. Uh, it, it is a character experience, I believe, for both meals. Um it's for all the meals. Yeah, for, yes. all, for all meals. And uh, f- judging from the picture, it's Mickey, Donald, Goofy. But I remember Minnie being there? Or was it no, Daisy? No, Minnie. Daisy. Daisy. The reason I remember Minnie is... one of the girlfriends. Minnie isn't here. One of the girlfriends. Is because um, my best friend, Cece, her daughter, Olivia. Hello That's to right. you both. We love you guys. Um I wanted to get a video of Minnie for Olivia because that's her favorite um, character. And Minnie wasn't there. So we had Mickey. I don't know if you remember. We had Mickey make a that's little right. video. That's right. And we talked to Mickey about Olivia and Minnie because Minnie's off doing something else cool aside from being there. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a really fun character experience. They come to your table. They do all the photos, yada, yada, yada. And then there's a fun uh, dance that they all do around the entire restaurant to a, a song called Jumbo Jumbo. Um, and they're all kind of going around and doing this fun dance. It's it's a great environment. You're inside a theme park already. So when you go out, you can literally go get on a ride or you can go um, check out the Festival of the Lion King and digest while you're while you watch that. Um, the, the placement is awesome. You can go on the safari right there. Uh, everything is right there in Africa over at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. But we love Tusker House. I love the mac and cheese. I could eat that. I could eat two buckets of the mac and cheese. Versus the zebra domes. But <laughs> um, strongly recommend doing that little menu hack that we did. I just feel like you're taking on these park challenges I really know. strong. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> going towards the end of the breakfast window so you can get the best of both worlds, like Hannah Montana. I enjoy it. Get something as close to ten thirty as possible. It's about to so you can that. actually <laughs> So you can actually get the uh, both meals in your belly. Um, also, I just think it's one of those places that it's easy to walk by and not realize what's there. And so oh, you would never know. No, I don't know how we've never gone. And um, my only only hope is that next time we go that the the shrimp that come in that what was it? The white rice, the oh, butter rice. Yeah. So last time we went, they had these little like salad, salad shrimp and they were tiny. But previously it had been like jumbo shrimp jumbo shrimp <laughs> the barbara voice <laughs> barbara from beetlejuice she did oh. let's eat jumbo shrimp <laughs> <laughs> um but last time they had salad shrimp and i was very sad but i'm hoping that they next time we go that those are back but regardless with the buffet being back even if it's still salad shrimp there are going to be plenty of other options on the on the menu so I'm very excited to go back and visit now that that's back because they always have some really like fun and fancy things to try, but not 
zebra domes. Right. Can you imagine if they had zebra domes there too? No. <laughs> I would literally roll out of there. <laughs> he would eat 48 I'd zebra domes. I'd be the size domes of a rhino. <laughs> and then two buckets of, two popcorn buckets of mac and cheese. What a weird metric system I we have. It. I love it. <laughs> our new hundredth popcorn bucket it's i awesome. love it i love it all right so let's move on to the next one yeah let's skip on over to magic kingdom so we're going to go to another restaurant inside a theme park again you need a park ticket and a park pass reservation to get into this particular dining experience and that is over in liberty square inside magic kingdom at liberty tree tavern yes all right so this is not open for breakfast so this is the first one that I think we've gone over that has not had a breakfast option. It does open at 11 a.m. every day. Lunch goes from 11 a.m. to 2.55 p.m. And then dinner goes from 3 o'clock to 9 o'clock. And it is the exact same price and exact same menu, lunch or dinner, $39 per adult and $21 per child. So for an all-you-care-to-enjoy meal, $39 inside one of the theme parks is a pretty darn good deal. And side note, the first time we ate here, we ate with Broadway royalty. <laughs> Broadway legend James Monroe Iglehart. Yes, who is now recently on TikTok, and yeah. I feel like I would like to tell this story. Yeah, the, the original Aladdin on Broadway, if you don't know who he is. Um, he was also on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt as Titus Andromedon's uh, mortal enemy. Yeah. He was also Thomas Jefferson at uh, in, in Hamilton. Hamilton. So uh, the first time we ate here was still in like... It was, it, parks, was pri- it was prime COVID. Yeah, the parks had just reopened. People you, were still wearing masks outside. Do you remember the reason why we ate here? Because I do. Uh, was it because we wanted to see the pumpkins at night? Correct. So the parks, were we were still like wearing masks outside, I believe. We were, were, we were required to, yes. And the parks were closing at like 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. And the only way that we were able to see the Mickey pumpkins, because this was in the fall, um, all lit up was to have a dining reservation where we would be dining until well after the park closed. And then we walked out and it was dark. And that was the only way we were able to see the the pumpkins and everything all lit up. So um, that's kind of why we ended up going to Liberty Tree Tavern at first. And it has since become one of my favorite spots that I've eaten at Walt Disney World. It The fair is awesome. It's a all you care to enjoy. Um, there's a there's a salad at the beginning, and then there's what's called a Patriots platter, where there's like it's almost like a Thanksgiving dinner. Do you like it because it's a Patriots platter? No, it's Patriots because it's Liberty Square. Because football. No, I mean, yeah, I love the Patriots, but <laughs> that's not why it's called that. It's not the New England Patriots. Um, all right, so it's it's almost like a Thanksgiving dinner. So you get this turkey and pot roast and pork and mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, stuffing, veggies. Um, and then there's desserts and stuff as well. There's also plant-based options as well for folks who cannot um, dabble in the previously mentioned Patriots platter. And did you mention um, there's also a dessert? There is also a dessert. There's an ooey gooey toffee cake is what it says. I remember it being good. That's I all I remember. Being good too. Um, so why do you feel like this made our our like top ten, or our top ten magical list? Like I said earlier in the show, I am a firm. Um, believer in getting my bang for my buck when I eat at Disney. And like I said, I prefer all you care to enjoy or buffet type meals because I can literally eat what I want and how much of it that I want. And with this place being the price point that it is and the location that it is, the fact that it's literally steps from the castle, um, 
is a game changer because you can literally go and in, into Liberty Tree Tavern and eat there uh, and then go watch fireworks or you could watch fireworks and then go eat at Liberty Tree, like whatever you want to do. You too it, could sit next to a Broadway legend you too. across yeah. the room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but for $39, that's one of the best deals in all of Disney property for something that you can eat as much as you want. And one thing I, I totally agree with you. For dinner. One thing I want to mention is that one thing that we've learned to stay away from or try to stay away from is to kind of avoid meals that are completely fried, not just for health reasons. Cause you know, of course that's always a better option, but because when you eat a plate of like fries and you know, fried t- chicken tenders and fried fried, yep. you are ready for a nap on a bench in uh-huh. magic kingdom. Yep. And, um, so on top of it being like a better, option health wise because even like a burger is still going to make you feel kind of sluggish when you get like a whole plate of fries with it um and getting fresh food salad fresh turkey fresh pot roast so like things that even though they might be a little bit more on like the maybe not on the lighter side per se but are going to be more on the fresher side i'm always for that kind of an option yeah for sure uh but yeah overall i think I would definitely like to go back there because it has been literal years since we've been there. And I would be excited to eat there without having to like, you know, have to wear a mask the entire time. I mean, <laughs> right. that was still at the time where it was like, should I put on my mask between bites or like, what do, what do we do in here? It was just such a long time ago. But even back then, it was uh, a hard to beat option. Absolutely. So that is number nine, not in any particular order, but that is the ninth of 10 on our list of our 10 favorite sit-down dining locations at Walt Disney World. So we're going to come down to our number 10 here, and then we're going to kind of rattle off ones that just missed our our, our 10 favorites. All right. So our last one is going to be City Works Eatery and Poor House. Uh, Discover classic American cuisine and a massive selection of craft brews at this upbeat restaurant meets ultimate sports bar. Now, this is one of those restaurants where we're not going to give you a price because it's like any restaurant. You could probably get something cheaper. You could probably drop like 60 bucks or more um, between, you know, maybe getting drinks and getting food and stuff. So there's not really a price point. However, the wonderful thing about this place is um, they have, well, first off, we've only been to like lunch and dinner. The breakfast or brunch looks amazing. I've heard it's amazing. I just, we just haven't done it yet. Um, and everything for breakfast, first off, is punny. Um, you have like the John Bun Jovi, which is a warm jumbo cinnamon <laughs> roll. Nice. The donut stop believing, which is donuts. Buffalo chicken dip. That's not funny. Um, <laughs> no pun there. <laughs> no pun there. <laughs> but like when you go through it, um, the main one of the main courses on, during brunch, sweet child of mine. It's a stuffed brioche French toast. Um, the clash smash, um, smashed avocado on toasted bread, um, easy like Sunday morning. It's like easy eggs. So it's very like punny for brunch. And then I want to say they also have a, I'm trying to remember if they have like an all you can enjoy type of drink. I'm not sure. Um, but they ha- they definitely have like different options. Um, we haven't been for brunch yet, so we're but we're overall hoping to get it looks delicious. And from what we've tried at lunch and dinner, we are pretty confident that you would have um, a really good experience. Now, why did we enjoy lunch and dinner? 
Uh, well, first of all, CityWorks is at Disney Springs. It is not at one of the resorts, and it is not at one of the parks. It is at Disney Springs on, I believe it's called the West Side. It's over near the Orange Garage, over near the AMC Theater, and down in that side of, of Disney Springs. Uh, it's actually right underneath the uh, the old NBA Experience slash uh, Disney Quest building. Near the um, M&M store. <laughs> yeah, it's literally right underneath where the NBA experience was. So uh, CityWorks, really enjoy the vibe there. It's a, it's a huge place. There's tons of beers on tap. There's tons of different things you can drink. Um, one particular thing I remember really loving was they had a strawberry lemonade cider that I really, really liked there. Um, and then the one dish that always stands out to me that I will probably get almost every time that I go there was... Uh, the cheese curds were phenomenal. Uh, the cheese curds were very lightly breaded and very crispy and very melty and exactly what you want out of a cheese curd. And then the Tex-Mex mac and cheese was the uh, the item that I got last time I was there and it has like chorizo and peppers and a, and a spicy sauce and it's a really delicious mac and cheese. And I remember both of those being phenomenal. So City Works is one of our... Um, favorite spots to go, especially at Disney Springs, where we usually don't stray too far outside of Deluxe Burger or Blaze Pizza when we're down at Disney Springs. But if, yeah. we're, if we're looking for some sort of sit-down meal there, City Works is usually one of our first choices. Now, um, I've enjoyed everything I've eaten there. The burger I had there was amazing. Um, I've also had a couple different things there, and I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but really can't what they were. But every time I go, everything is delicious. Um their uh, chips and queso is really good, uh, and I'm we're very picky on chips and queso. Uh, but they also have a bunch of different beers to try from on tap. And when it comes to that, one of the ones is a mimosa beer. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was really, really good when we had that, or I had that. And they have kind of like a seasonal rotation of beers. And so you can go, you know, different times and try different things. Um, I also always appreciate a place that has flights. So you can try different, all sorts of different things. Sure. So City Works definitely made the list. And I feel like it's a little bit pricier than like your average restaurant. It's but not it, cheap. I mean, it's at Disney Springs. It, it's not cheap. But it's a great option for a sit-down restaurant. Totally. Uh, Lots of options. So those are going to be our top 10 um, and we're going to go back. We'll, we'll run those down at the very end. But first, let's take it to the nominees. Yeah, these <laughs> ones were just a bit outside of our our 10 favorite list. So we're going to give you the name of the restaurant, where it is, and kind of give you a brief reason why we left it out of our 10 favorites. So first of all, we're going to touch on Olivia's Cafe at Old Key West Resort. Okay. Um, why... Did we leave this off? I mean, I thought it was horrible, but to be more specific, portion was small. The like everything we talked about, like the crab cake was made for like, I don't know, see these little characters on our table. Like if we were making toy portions for them, it was a tiny crab cake. Um, and it was like a normal price for the crab cake. Sure. And then um, the food was unseasoned, bland and dry. So we got the crowd favorite, which was like... Um, we were told it was their most popular dish, which was the southern fried chicken. Which, I mean, we'll always try like and the I most love popular southern dish. Fried chicken. I have never had fried chicken that was so sad. <laughs> um, on top of all the sides, it was like 
I don't know what happened. I was shook that people said this was good. Um, I've I've had better country fried chicken at Cracker Barrel. I've had better fried chicken out of the freezer through a drive through. <laughs> like I don't know what y'all now. I will say that this is a place that we would try again. I think if we went again, we both wouldn't get the same thing. Correct. So we can see if maybe y'all are just lying and about it, the chicken. And I definitely wouldn't <laughs> say the experience was horrible. It just wasn't nearly as good as anybody said it, it was. It wasn't the experience that was horrible. The food, either y'all don't have taste buds or we just did not, like, we, we didn't get We're any seasoning. <laughs> but, like... Nothing had seasoning. It was very strange. So just to reiterate what we're going over right now, we have our 10 favorites that we already went over, but these are, in no particular order, restaurants that we've been to because we racked our brain on which restaurants we've been to, made a list there, and then we narrowed it down to our 10 favorites. So these are, this is by no means number 11 or anything like right. that. Right. This is just, this you is, didn't make the list. This is ones we left off, but we have been there before. And just going to give you a little bit of a brief rundown of what our experience was like all right um do you have anything else to add about olivia's no all right next the, the next thing that did make the list turf club bar and grill at saratoga springs all right so for this one we went for valentine's day back in 2019 2019 no, no 20, 2020 2020 probably right before the yeah. world shut down everything pre-covid i thought was 2019 <laughs> we didn't move here until september of 2019 no, I, so no, i know but when you think 2020 you're like oh that entire year sucked right <laughs> but it, right but you forget that january and february were normal life right um so for this it was very good um the food the food was very good except that um if it had upscale prices but the experience was not upscale. We sat on lawn furniture outside and the like the turf club bar and grill, like the vibe of it when you went in was kind of like, oh, welcome to this fancy restaurant. Thank you for dining with us. And then like they, you know, clanged the the wrapped up silverware onto the lawn chair that you're sitting at. And you're like, cool. Yeah, it's uh, the inside is a little bit more fancier upscale but we were sat outside on the the outside deck and it was just that that classic metal patio furniture and it just didn't feel like that experience that when you're paying you know 30 40 50 dollars for an entree um, that you should be getting right so uh the food was okay it was we had you know the typical prime rib that they serve across property as my mom says it's it was nothing to write home about correct <laughs> correct um so turf club We've been there, probably wouldn't go back, maybe, who knows. Uh, next one on the list was Sebastian's Bistro at Caribbean Beach. Um, we went there with our friends, I want to say, back in October, I think it was? I think so. Um, and it was good, not great. Um, I know you have some feelings on it. Uh, the meal was weird, though, because it wasn't an all-you-care-to-enjoy. Which we thought it was. Which is what you think it was to like when you read the menu because it was basically like this giant platter that they bring out to you and everybody gets to kind of dabble in it but they're very limited on how much more you actually get and with a party of five six seven whatever we had that night what they brought out was not enough for everybody and when we asked for more it just also wasn't enough for anybody and, and that they, was it and they also made it sound like well we can bring you more but we're like not supposed, not supposed to. to and it was kind of like you brought out like <laughs> the platters that were like yeah. didn't have much food on them. Now, I personally uh, got their vegetarian option and 
my issue with that was that uh, we we've talked about it on here. We really like the impossible like Meat. brand. Yeah. And like, you know, if I can get the impossible something, meatballs, burger, anything like that, I definitely think that it's really yummy to eat. Um, and the vegetarian option was a platter with all impossible food. And it was just not good. Uh, so when it came to that, uh, first off, the food just wasn't very seasoned. It was kind of sweet and everything was, I guess, soft is the best way to describe it. Nothing felt like it had been really cooked enough, but because it was like vegetarian and I knew it wasn't like raw or anything, but it just didn't feel like it had been like prepared the way that impossible should be. And the whole thing was just not great. And it was expensive, I would say. For for what it was and the amount of food that we got for everybody, it was very expensive. And I just didn't find the what I ate, the vegetarian option. Not worth it. Yeah, not worth it. Yeah. All right. Uh, our next one on our list was Garden Grill at Epcot at the Land Pavilion. Um, this one, I think what I would like to give another chance because we went during a very interesting time. Um, not only was it pre- like peak COVID where the characters were allowed to be nowhere near you, um, like this was like still wearing masks outside walking around COVID. <laughs> correct. And the characters were like hidden behind you and you had to like stand up and awkwardly take a photo with them like 10 feet behind you. Um, so for them to still charge character prices for not character experiences was a little bit um, shameful. But uh, this was peak COVID and the the offerings were limited and super uncreative at the moment. And then the the whole, or not the whole appeal, but one of the appeals of the place is that the restaurant actually rotates. So you can actually see into living with the land and see like kind of behind the scenes over there. Uh, the restaurant was not rotating that one night. It wasn't like not rotating because of COVID. It was just literally not rotating. We don't know also. That night. <laughs> That's what they told us. It was that night. That's what they told us. Sure. <laughs> um, so I would love to give Garden Grill another chance because what I did have was pretty okay, but not getting the full character experience, not getting the spinning, um, I thought the price was very much not worth it. That place is always like very, very busy. So I'm, my guess is it is good. And that going at a time where they were doing their best, I know that you said it was like shameful that they were charging what they were, but honestly, like they were bringing back characters in a way that they were trying to like protect the cast members and protect us. I, I'm not debating that at all. It just, I think it but, should have been discounted. I mean, it's one of those things where we were paying for a character. Instead of 45, it should have been 30 or 35. I mean, we paid for a character meal. That's sure. what we got. I, even if the characters... I mean, you're not wrong, uh, but yes, that's not that's why I didn't make our list. But we will return there because now that it's back to its regularly scheduled program, we would like to see what that's like. The next one is almost the exact same experience. Um, that was, I'm sorry, no, uh, we actually didn't list that one on our list. Um, Hollywood and Vine. Um, I, I want to touch talk on that. About one. It. I want to touch on that one real quick because that was also kind of peak COVID. We went for uh, the minis dine and something during Christmas time. Christmas celebration, yeah. And uh, normally, or before, it was a buffet, and then it was um, one of those prefix things where you pick uh, an appetizer, um, and an entree, and dessert. And it was still a character experience with them charging character prices. 
and the characters, the experience was not good at all. And I am not in any way, shape, or form, you know, saying that anything bad about cast or anything bad about the company, but the uh, the experience of the characters with them doing poses like twelve feet away and spending ten seconds at your table when the restaurant was empty, it was not worth the extra money that you pay for a character experience. Sure. I mean, the reason we went also, though, is my mom wanted to go, and right. this was one of the, the trips, and she wanted to do that. Yeah. And so um, when you don't live here, you want to get to have those experiences. Sure. But I do agree with you that it was unfortunate that that was the, you know, the modified experience. Yeah, and I also found the food wildly mediocre. Well, I will say that we went, what we got we got mac and cheese, maybe. I don't remember. I think it was like shrimp mac and cheese or something. Yeah, like that. and um, and you know maybe there were there are better things on the menu, but it it's a buffet now. It was before. I think it is again. Okay. It's Disney Junior again though. Okay. Um. So you get to see Vampirina and Fancy Nancy. Maybe we can go in a Doctor McStuffins. Maybe if, you, if you're feeling too full. Maybe when Olivia and Cece come down, we can sure. try that experience. Yes. But um, at the time um. You know, it not being buffet, we didn't get to try the different options. And so maybe it does have good food, but we'll see if we ever go back there again. Yeah. Uh, so we got three more that we want to touch on real quick. We wanted to touch on the sci-fi dine-in at Hollywood Studios. And you want to take that one away? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, because I don't agree with okay. you. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll start. Um, <laughs> I find this the most overrated restaurant possibly on property. Um, Hater. <laughs> um, the min the menu is very basic, you know, kind of a mediocre menu, <laughs> typical burgers, sandwiches, that kind of thing. The theming is really cool in theory. Use the B word. He called it basic. Basic, yeah, <laughs> like pumpkin spice. Um, <laughs> theme the theming is really cool in theory because you're in this amazing, gigantic dining room where you're surrounded by what looks like a drive-in theater and up on this screen there's should be a movie or something showing but it's literally a rotation of like 10 minutes of old black and white commercials rather than showing like an actual movie right um and then you're sitting in these old like cut out cadillacs where there's like three rows of seats in each one and you're literally sitting behind your family like in or, rows or in front of your family like you're sitting in an actual car so when you're with a, like a family of six and your mom and dad are in the front and then you and your sister are in the middle and then your other siblings are in the back <laughs> or if you have like an uneven amount of people how, there's one person visiting by how themselves in oddly the back. awkward is it to <laughs> sit behind and in front of your family and not look at them the entire time when you're dining, unless you're awkwardly turning around. Maybe you get a break from talking to your family. No, no. It's, it's a really cool idea in theory. And it would be great uh, if there was like an actual movie where like they had, um, I don't know, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs or something. And they had like a two-hour window where your meal was like one to three. And they're going to show Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. That would be awesome. But this is just... it. It could be so much more, and the menu could be so much more, and the dining experience is so awkward, and it's just not a big thumbs down for me. So I think you're a hater on this one. Um, <laughs> we we used to go all the time, and it was a wonderful, like, it's also nostalgic for us, but it, it was a wonderful place to, like, sit down and get in the AC, where at Hollywood Studios, there's not a lot of those places. Right. Um, and for us, it would be, we're just... <laughs> 
sticking it out until phantasmic and um and honestly i just think that um it's i i feel like we should go back and try it but we'll see if we go back um it's been a long time since we went there um but they do have more options than just like your general chicken fingers and stuff where i would say um before they redid the uh the commissary you didn't have that right and now commissary is better so yeah but it didn't make the list um i don't know if it would have made the list anyway but not (laughs) i didn't realize we were going to have so much hatred it's it's not hatred it's just i wish it was so much more and that's where i'm going to leave it you move on to the next one i would like to talk about another one that you didn't want on the list that we have eaten at which one rainforest cafe it's not a disney restaurant it's a Disney Springs. It's a. It's not a Disney restaurant. It's a Disney Springs. We're not talking and about it's an Animal Kingdom. <laughs> so that's why I didn't make the list because of that. It's not a Disney restaurant. <laughs> it's not. All right, fine. So that's why that one isn't on the list. But it was discussed because we have eaten ne- there neither before. Neither is neither is City Works, but it deserved to be in our top ten. All right, all right. All right. Well then, let's move on to the next one. All right. So Coral Reef Restaurant at Epcot. Um, <laughs> I, I said it was odd to eat seafood surrounded by a giant aquarium. So like, <laughs> I feel like I'm eating their friends when I'm <laughs> eating there, even though we got steak. Fish are friends, not food. Yes. <laughs> um, I will say that I really enjoyed scuba diving in the seas while you ate. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Oh. Um, but getting to scuba dive past all the people eating oh, and I like we wave at them and stuff. Experience. No, but I'm just saying that like I enjoyed doing uh, that. Okay. Uh, the steak was okay. I thought the steak was really good. So, um, but I don't also don't remember. I again, the classic, you know, same prime rib that served across property. It's nothing spectacular or different. That's kind of how I felt about it. Um, I enjoyed the ambiance. I thought the the giant aquarium was kind of cool, but like you said, it's kind of weird to be eating fish as they fish swim by. You're like you're like eating shrimp and as a lit, and you're like, oh. Yum. But then again, we like red lobster and there's literally lobsters in the front of the thing. When yeah, we go but in they're there. they're not for enjoying looking at. They're for eating. Sure. But they're still. like on the chopping block. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. They know. They know their faith. That's more like <laughs> that's more like I walk by and I'm like, Le don't poison. don't look at him in the eyes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so Coral. You're about to die. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Well, the, the last time is now. On the evening, very much like the one we've just witnessed. I'm going to make you say that to them next time we go to Red Lobster. <laughs> That's messed up. I'm not going to make you say that. <laughs> well, last thing on, on our list of the restaurants didn't make this was Storybook Dining at Artist Point at Wilderness Lodge. This now, one... I do have to preface this by saying the last time we went, my family had an amazing time. Um, also... Uh, it's just, it's there, there's it almost n- made the list. There's no, it is an amazing time. There's no debating that. However, there are different reasons why I push for this not being in our top 10. Okay. Um, the price is very expensive for what it is. It is an amazing character experience. The evil queen is awesome or the queen because she's not evil yet. Um, Snow White and Dopey and Grumpy are phenomenal when they come around and they do their dances and they come to your table and they meet you and Grumpy's awesome. Dopey's hysterical. Um, the character experience is one of the best I've had to date. However, at the price point for what you're getting, it is wildly overpriced. It is kind of the, like the top-ish level food that you'd see just about anywhere else around property. Like the the prime rib and um, 
the uh, the other options that are that are on there. I can't remember off the top of my head, but the biggest issue that I had with it versus a place like Ohana or a place like that, where the first courses are big mm-hmm. and you can get you know relatively over your hunger with just the appetizers. These are the smallest appetizers in the history of mankind. <laughs> Next to the the uh, crab cake at Olivia's Cafe, these are the smallest appetizers in the history of mankind. You literally get a shot of soup. Like, it's not even a shot. It's like a half a shot, like an ounce, maybe. Um, you're done in like two spoonfuls. And then there's like these little fluffy... Uh, flaky things the like hunters something something like that turkey something. yeah and that was also incredibly small and then i can't remember what the other one was off the top of my head but there was three teeny weeny little appetizers before your your you entree came out i don't remember shrimp that's right that's so you right. got one shrimp <laughs> oh, yeah one shrimp um so that was insane how much money is being charged for that i, I am I never grew up with a ton of money, so I never went to those fancy pants restaurants where it was like the food was like one-tenth of your plate, and it was like $100. I want a full plate of food when I go out to eat. Like I want to be satisfied, and I want to be not hungry whatsoever. I should not be hungry after I eat a $70 meal. End of story. And so for that reason, because the, the entree was pretty good, the desserts were really small as well. I don't think that the character experiences, how great it was, makes that 70 plus dollar price point worth it. I mean, I can totally see that. I just think that out of all of the character meals, it is going to be one of the more higher class dining experiences. Um, I do agree with you that if you are more hungry, then you're, you may, you may not get completely before you go. (laughs) And, uh, but this was one that almost made it. I, I think the the only thing for me was that your experience depended on where you sat. That we, too. We looked out when we went with my family because my sister, who was in Africa. Hi, Katie. Enjoy Africa. Um, she Her favorite character was Dopey and is Dopey. And so getting to meet Dopey at a meal was like super, super special. I cried the first time we went because I was like, Katie's going to love this. Um, but we got to sit kind of in the middle and have a better character experience because we had more space. But we were sitting somewhere like near the AC. So our food got cold really fast mm-hmm. where like the time before um, we were kind of off in the corner and we couldn't see quite as well, but our food didn't get cold. So it's kind of like there are a lot of different factors. There's some tweaks that can be made to make this place truly great because the overall ambiance and the character experience are next level. But the food I find very underwhelming, personally. You, what? You did not say that before. You loved it before. I had a prime rib, which I've had everywhere else. Oh, my goodness. Very, like, it is not that underwhelming. It was very underwhelming for the price. It was. Oh, my gosh. I've said that a million times. No, you have not. I have. We, no. We spoke very highly of it before. I spoke highly of the character experience. Because I love Grumpy, and he was awesome. So, oh my goodness. All right. So that's going to wrap up our uh, our 10 favorite sit-down dining experiences at Walt Disney World, plus the seven that just missed the list. Do you want me to go through the... Or you wanna... Yeah, let's go through... Um, let's go in, back and forth. Uh, again, in no particular order, let's, tup, let's touch on our 10 favorites 
um, uh, on our list right now. All right. Chef Mickey's Disney's Contemporary Resort. Uh, Steakhouse 71, also at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Ohana, Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Whispering Canyon Cafe at D- Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Boma, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Jumbo House. Cape May Cafe at Disney's Beach Club Resort. Trattoria El Forno. Disney's Boardwalk Resort. Tusker House, Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. Liberty Tree Tavern, Magic Kingdom. And City Works at Disney Springs. Yeah, so that's going to be our top 10. I do think we need to come up with a different like frame of reference for what constitutes as like being too expensive for the price. Because if we're talking about Artist Point being too expensive for the price... It's the most, it's the most expensive character meal on property. W- wouldn't Trattorio El Forno be considered the same thing? It's not a character meal. But I'm saying for the price. You it, know what I mean? It's, it's high-class Italian dining. I, Oh, my goodness. I'm just trying to figure out your scale of reference. Because everything there was phenomenal. Oh, my goodness. That's, you're so funny. That's that's how I feel. That's how he feels It's now. my podcast, and I'm allowed to have an opinion. Yeah, Danielle. but at least be consistent. I am consistent. The, the biggest issue that I have with expensive Disney meals is when I leave hungry. And that is like the place where I have literally left hungry. And that's why most of the places on our, our list were buffets or all you care to enjoy, because I find them more fulfilling. Okay. okay. I guess so. Okay. Interesting. 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 All right. Well, let's wrap it up here. So we're going to head over to Magic Kingdom, and we're going to go see Happily Ever After three weeks before it officially re-debuts at Magic Kingdom. We're going to a cast member preview tonight. We're very, very excited to be able to see the show tonight, and I cannot wait to uh, wear my poncho and my floaties standing next to Danny because <laughs> she is going to flood the darn place with her tears. I'm going to have to walk away from you while we're recording. Yes, yes. I would only be screaming and crying in the video. <laughs> <laughs> but other people do enjoy it, okay? Yes. Uh, you think I'm going to be the only person screaming and crying? Please, no. it's going to be like 8,000 people. No, but I can, I can force you to move. <laughs> yes. You can force me to move. That is true. Um, So, yeah, we're very, very excited about that. We're going to tell you all about that experience in our next episode um, coming really, really soon. But um, I've I've enjoyed this one. I like talking about our dining experiences. We've been to more places than I ever imagined when we were going through that list the other night. Um, But I think we narrowed it down to a pretty solid 10 favorites. Um, So if you go to one of these restaurants and you experience one of these restaurants, let us know what you thought. Does it compare to our experience? Is it the same experience? Is it different? Do you feel differently? We want to know. Hit us up on our social medias at Park Hopper Show on just about everything um, to help support us. Go to patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. You can support us for as little as $3 a month. And that is the same or less uh, money than most cups of coffee that you're going to get in the morning. And you can help out a good cause, um, helping us achieve our dream by continuing to grow. Yes. Well, we are going to go ahead and start getting ready for our evening at Magic Kingdom. So until next time, we will see you around the parks. Thanks for watching, Patreons. We love you. And thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening to a couple of Park Hoppers podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Park Hoppers Show. 
visit youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos, live streams, and more. And don't miss out on your chance to play your part in the magic by visiting patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the parks. parks.